Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to another very exciting edition of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall, hosted by me, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, and this is episode 72. Episode 72. We've done 72 of these Common Sense Sundays. Uh, we're, we're making our way toward 300 overall episodes. Still got to plan out that bicentibration uh, once things get a little, little safer for everyone out there. All right, but before we get into the meat of things, we always kick off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, four episodes, where, whenever you so please. And you can do that multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, also, our YouTube channel. Head on over to youtube.com slash go tell it to the wall. Subscribe to our channel. You're going to find all of our videos and great video content up there. So make sure you subscribe uh, if you like to use the YouTube. Uh, and of course, my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean, S O C A L S E A N, at SoCalSean. Follow me on there uh, for, for all of your Instagraminess. Did we just make up a new go tell it to the wall word? Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, and of course, all-encompassing of those things I just mentioned, and I would say in a way more important, would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Uh, you're actually going to find links to all those things I just mentioned, so you don't have to remember them. Not that they're hard to remember. It's all slash go tell it to the wall, uh, and you, you can link directly from there. You're also going to find a link to our Patreon campaign. Please help us out financially if you have the means to do so. Uh, and if you'd rather not help out that way, you can help us out by picking up some Go Tell It to the Wall merch. Our merch website links directly from SeanOwarkLive.com. Uh, so, so please help us out if you have the means to do so. Uh, squeezing in an episode today. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, had a late start and, and I'm up against a time crunch here. So we might be a little bit shorter today. Uh, going to kind of depend how... how how everything goes here. It's uh, and honestly, I've got some, I've got some fatherly duties. <laughs> My wife is is overscheduled at the moment, uh, so I had to squeeze this in uh, to and and be out in time to to uh, to hang out with my kiddo, which I'm not complaining about. It's just it's been a stressful afternoon trying to get everything together. Uh, and just a heads up, that's right, a heads up. We most likely have a special guest coming on the podcast very 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 soon. Uh, within the next two weeks. So look forward to that. We'll probably announce it uh, beforehand. Uh, not going to be a live situation. Still still working toward the live situation and making sure everything's working out. In fact, I just had to, who knows if this is even going to go well. I had to update OBS. For those of you familiar with OBS, uh, that's what a lot of people use for recording and streaming and stuff. And uh, that's par part of the, the workflow for Go Tell to the Wall. And I had to update it. And so hopefully... Uh, there's no bugs in this update that I just decided, like, oh, two days ago, didn't even really... T eh, we'll be fine. So we'll see how that goes. Um, all right. Let's get into some digital trends. This is stuff happening around the social platforms over the past week or so. Stuff that I find entertaining. Stuff that is important sometimes. And, of course, uh, you know, common sense. We, there's so much... Everything we do on this podcast is common sense, that's for sure. And you can argue that common sense, but it's my podcast. It's me yelling at a wall. And my voice is still not 100%. That's just, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be this way for a couple months there, wall fans. Uh, at another show, I'll recap that for you when we get to entertainment news. 
I was out uh, in the Anaheim area last night. And let me let me tell you, before I get into some, just get tangented here for a second. Uh, I left the house without eating dinner yesterday, headed down to Anaheim, and I was like, ah, get some food down there. Never been to this venue. No food at the venue. And so I'm like, all right, I'm just, I'm going to power through. Maybe I'll have a bite to eat when I get home late at night. Got home last night, and I was just like, I'm tired. Sat there for a few, and then just went to bed. This morning, I woke up, and I felt like I, I, not like I was dying, but I had no energy. I don't know how people do this intermittent fasting stuff. If I go a few hours without eating, like, unless it's sleeping, I, I, I'm already like, I'm gonna die. I'm just, and I was in that low blood sugar mode this morning, and so more props to you out there if you can do that. The crazy, you know, intermittent fasting where you don't eat for a day and you just drink water. And I, I had been drinking water. It was, I, you know, still, that didn't help. Don't know how people do that. I'm, I'm like a toddler. I gotta, I gotta be fed. So it took me a little while this morning to get my blood sugar back up. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but enough of that. Let's get into those digital trends I was mentioning. So there is a viral video uh, that has been going around. A very short video clip. I tried to do my own research so I could figure out what in the actual hell is going on in this video. There's a good chance you've seen it if you've been... I've seen it on Facebook and Twitter. It's probably been on Instagram. <laughs> and it's two dudes uh, working out shirtless, like in the forest. Literally, like in the forest. And in the background, there's a bear, like, bouncing the tree that they're kind of working out with. If you haven't seen this, go, like, look it up on Twitter. It, it's It's there. It's highly amusing, but I still don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> it's just, like, is that, is this Photoshop, is that their pet? What the hell is going on? And the bear's just like, do-do-do-do-do, doing his own thing. Uh, so that, of course, has been making its way around the social platforms. Again, if you haven't seen it, check it out. I just wish that I was able to to find what the hell is going on with this uh, before I brought it to all of, all of your attention. But, uh, I don't know, it's just one of the great mysteries of life, I guess. Uh, and, and maybe we'll never know. Why these guys have such a funky workout routine, but uh, but highly entertaining either way. <laughs> it's sometimes the internet is good for ridiculous things. Sometimes it's too ridiculous. Sometimes it's so ridiculous that it comes back around and it is entertaining because you just sit there like, what the hell is happening? All right, uh, oh that truck convoy. Uh, if, you're, if you've been on Twitter, you've probably been following at least a little bit of this. Uh, we're talking about the one here in the U.S. <laughs> Didn't, it's not going as well as planned. Uh, they had hoped to hold up traffic uh, around part of D.C. That pretty much failed because they all just kind of got separated in the normal traffic that happens around uh, the D.C. area. Uh, so, so minimal disruption. Also, just it seems like mass confusion in this. No one really knows who's leading anything. It would be really funny if somebody with common sense went like went out there in a in a big truck and let them off somewhere just completely unimportant. Uh, but I don't know that, I don't even know that that's needed because it seems like this thing's just fading out completely. Uh, and I'll say it again, like I said last week, you know that these are also people complaining about gas prices. The larger the truck, uh, the more gas it burns. So, like, they're not out there in electric trucks. These are all gas-burning vehicles and at the same time out there probably complaining about the gas prices. Like, nobody told you I had to do the stupid convoy. That really amounted to nothing, but uh, that is, you know, I guess you do you, whatever. All right, hashtag boycott McDonald's. This has been popping up over the past couple weeks. There's also some other hashtags along the same lines, like uh, boycott Coca-Cola. Uh, I think there was another couple other companies getting 
roped into that. And the main thing behind this is McDonald's uh, and Coca-Cola, among some other companies, uh, are still doing business in Russia. So there's a big call to boycott McDonald's uh, here in the U.S. because they're still they still have restaurants open uh, in Russia. I get this to an extent, you know, because so many other businesses uh, ha- have pulled their business from Russia right now. In fact, Visa and Mastercard uh, have, have have joined in on that, and they they are no longer providing their services. And it's very confusing, you know. If, if you're interested in, in the the minutia of the of Visa and Mastercard. Uh, by all means, check it out. I'm not going to get into details on the technicalities and what's actually blocked, but they have joined uh, the, with other companies in, in pulling out of uh, their business in Russia. But here's the thing with McDonald's, and and we can go back and forth on these kinds of things all day. There are plenty of people in Russia that don't agree with the war uh, that the douchebag Putin put them in. So really, we're talking about the president of Russia... Um, along with the oligarchs there, <laughs> that also cracks me up. It's it's uniting the West, and it's also pointing out certain things to people, and they're like, "Whoa, oligarchs!" And it's like, "Well, oh, so so really wealthy people that have political influence within a country are called oligarchs." Russia is not the only country to have that. Don't get that twisted. Uh, but plenty of people in Russia that that still need to eat that are not in favor of the war. Uh, there obviously needs to be some punishments. I'm, I'm all in favor of, of businesses pulling out of there, uh, especially sanctions on these wealthy oligarchs and as well as Putin and, and many others. Um, but I, boycotting McDonald's probably is not going to do much as far as moving the needle. And not only that, you're, oligarchs aren't eating at McDonald's. They're not working at McDonald's, most likely. So, you know... Is this really something to get behind? If that's your choice, that's your choice. Uh, but the most important thing to remember here is, oh, you're still doing business with McDonald's. They're doing business with, with Russia. They're, they're you know, selling Big Macs or whatever. Yeah, the United States government is still doing business with Russia. We, The United States government, the, the country, the United States, purchases barrels of oil from Russia on a near daily basis. That is something that is happening. So if anything, let's stop purchasing oil uh, from Russia, which is actually putting money directly into Putin's pockets, as well as Putin's pockets. There's a new band name for everyone out there. <laughs> putting money in his pockets along with all these wealthy oligarchs that uh, essentially run the government over in Russia. So there are great things to get behind, and, and I'm all for a, a boycott. Just make sure you have full information when it comes to those things. And what's happening to people that are like boycott McDonald's because they... They're probably not eating at McDonald's, but they don't want higher gas prices. That's the real sacrifice to make if you want to make a sacrifice and, and, and punish Russia. That would be the way to do it. All right. Oh. This one's just infuriating. Uh, you know, I often... T- the government officials in this country, and I'm sure in other countries, I'm sure as well, just the ineptitude. It continues. Uh, so the president of Ukraine held a Zoom call uh, with with uh, select senators and and and, and Congress people here in the U.S. Uh, essentially pleading for help. Uh, I don't want to get into the 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 consequences that come with a no-fly zone. Do your own research on that. Uh, but the ridiculousness here, and this is why it was trending on social platforms, uh, is two senators, Marco Rubio and uh, I don't even this other guy, Steve Daines. I don't even know where he's from. Rubio's from Florida. Uh, they took they were told before the call. 
not to take screenshots or pictures or anything like that to protect the safety of the president of Ukraine. Uh, Rubio and Danes both took screenshots and then shared the screenshots uh, on social media. The screenshots of the Zoom call. Screenshots of the president of, the U- of Ukraine. Not only that, you can see from the Zoom call timestamp time uh, that Marco Rubio waited less than two minutes Two minutes to take that screenshot and share it all over social media. The ineptitude. It's just, and literally told right before the call, don't do this. And this is what we get out of politicians here in this country. Uh, and just, it's it's amazing to me. Because, and to an extent, they should be blamed because this shouldn't be a priority. But we also now live in a world where politicians argue over uh, Twitter. And so I guarantee in their minds this was their way of inserting themselves into Twitter and, and, and keeping their name out there and their relevance and everything else. Still not an excuse for it. Uh, this, is, this is not a game. You know, we have Ukrainian people are dying. They are under attack. This isn't some game where we just, oh, look at these screenshots. We're having a great call with the president. What? No, no, no. Do your fucking job. And do it correctly. Stop being inept. It's common sense. All right, some COVID updates. Man. I think I'm just mentally exhausted from lots of this stuff, too. Uh, More mandates are being rolled back. Lots of places no longer requiring masks. Uh, But, of course, vaccine, uh, proof of vaccine is still uh, being asked for, depending on what you're, you know, where you're going. Uh, I'm experiencing experiencing this at shows, depending on the venue, uh, where they are still checking, uh, they're requiring people to be vaccinated or have a negative test. I've been saying it for weeks. We've been here before. We roll these things back, and then we find ourselves right back in the thick of it. Now, maybe this is getting us toward the end. Who knows? But again, it feels just way too, way too preemptive at this point. Maybe just maybe we can wear masks for another couple weeks, a month. Because here's the thing. And maybe maybe we are done, like I said. But I'm pretty sure even the anti-mask people, anti-vaxxers, if you said, you know what, if you just wear the goddamn mask for a month, we are going to be out of Most people would agree with that. So let's not get ahead of ourselves, which is what we've been constantly doing as we now are in year three of the pandemic. And speaking of that, uh, we're getting updated numbers on deaths worldwide. We are uh, getting very, very close to 6 million deaths worldwide as we get into year three of the COVID pandemic. Six million people have died from COVID. So you may be tired of it. COVID is not tired of you. That's the important thing to remember here. Uh, Masks are still being required on flights. That is a good thing. I think if any... If, if you need to have masks anywhere, a very enclosed space, like an airplane, is probably one of them. I'm still going to be wearing a mask uh, inside most places. It's just smart, to, in my opinion. I'm, not, I'm done arguing with people if they don't want to wear masks, don't want to get vaccinated. We are in year three. Nobody's going to be convinced otherwise. There will just be another excuse after another excuse after another excuse. However, for me, it's not that hard to wear a mask. My kid does not mind wearing a mask. It's unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, it's just a lot of kids, that's the world they know, depending on the age of your kid. So, 
And I would say ignore the shamers. Because you see these things pop up. People talk about it on social platforms. I've seen it in person. You know, I've gotten weird looks, plenty of weird looks. I mean, when I was traveling across the country back in June, I would put on a mask to go into the gas station or whatever. And people, forget it. Texas was one thing. Alabama, wow. That's all I will say there. You're getting the weirdest looks. It's like you're an alien because you're wearing a damn mask. <laughs> like, no, that's, you don't want to fine. I don't need the dirty looks. I don't need the comments. I don't, none of that. And nobody should be doing that. And if people are doing that to you, just ignore them. That's, that's really all you can do. Another unfortunate uh, aspect of the pandemic that, that really um, doesn't have to do with COVID necessarily. It has to do with, with ra- blatant racism. Um, Asian hate crimes are still on the rise. More than two years into this. And people are looking to blame somebody. And a lot of times, you know, people just walk around with this pent-up aggression. And then eventually it has to be unleashed onto somebody. And a lot of blatant racists out there think that they have the right to unleash that aggression onto Asian Americans. There's never an excuse for this. <laughs> there isn't. And that, that might be one of the best examples of racism ever. Like, do you... Asian, we're talking Asian Americans, people, maybe, maybe not even Chinese. You shouldn't be blaming Chinese citizens either way, but maybe not even Chinese, just because they're Asian. There's no reason. But that's continuing to rise. So I encourage you out there, if you see it, say something. I mean, don't, don't put yourself in harm's way, obviously, but don't stand up for that in your own community. It's not acceptable. It's never acceptable, and it never will be acceptable. All right. Let's talk some mental health. I don't have a lot this week, but uh, a couple important things to keep in mind as as we all navigate the current uh, the current world that we live in. You know, depending on what co- our current country you live in and the world we live in, we're all kind of in this together. Um, and that would be navigating the endless bad news. The kids these days call it doom scrolling. I mean, I'll tell you, I. Uh, November 2020 to Jan- up to January 6th, 2021. I, I honestly, I, I think I ended up with like golfer's elbow constantly scrolling, trying to find the latest election news uh, here in the U S and, and I find myself doing that now because you want to stay up to date on what's going on in the world. And the big thing going on in the world right now is, is Russia invading Ukraine. And it seems like, it seems like there's nothing positive in the news lately. That's the unfortunate thing. You want to be informed, but you don't want to be informed at the cost of your mental health. And the important thing to remember is problems with your mental health can also lead to problems with your physical health. I've talked about this many times on the podcast. Sometimes uh, I, I will be having so much trouble, my anxiety is so high, I'll be having a panic attack that my body literally shuts down and I can't move. I'll lay down on the couch. You know, it took my wife a couple years, but now she she recognizes. She's like, "Well, what what can I get here? You want you need water? You know, what do you need?" And if, you know, eventually I'm I'm able to move again. Um, and this isn't something that happens like while I'm driving a car or anything, but it does happen at times. So it can it can take a physical toll on you because remember, the brain is part of your body. It's all connected. And this is there's nothing wrong with feeling helpless right now because it may seem like you are helpless 
And many of us are. There's there's nothing we can really do to to make a difference with what's going on in the world right now. I mean, people are fleeing their country. People are picking up guns to defend their country. And then even if you want to get off that, you see some spoiled toddler truckers trying to muck stuff up with a convoy. It's amazing, the difference. Do you think these truck convoys would, would, would be out there fighting for their country? No. No, they're just throwing a tantrum. That's all it is. So be informed. And try not to feel helpless, but no, there's only so much you can do. And that's when it's time to just turn it off. That unplugging is needed sometimes. It really is. So find a way to balance the 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 need and urge to be informed uh, of, with keeping yourself in a good place mentally and physically. That's an important thing to keep in mind. And we're we're gonna be this you know this doesn't seem to be ending anytime soon. We keep hearing about ceasefires, you know, and so that citizens can evacuate. We're not even talking about a ceasefire, like trying to evacuate people who are not there to fight. You know, children. But Russia can't even respect that. That I mean, that's serious doom scrolling, as the kids say. But you gotta, you you gotta put the phone down, turn the news off even just for a few minutes, and let your brain reset. You know, go go for a run, get a workout in, organize your kit, whatever it is that helps you to, to kind of escape what's going on in that moment. Those are just a few things you can do, you know. I like to, I, I either go to the music, or I like to zone out on terrible television. <laughs> and terrible being a, you know, a, a relative term. I, I, I watch like junky sitcom reruns and stuff, and you know, I swear Seinfeld's on 24 hours a day. If you find if you find a channel, there, there's it's pretty much always on. You, know, you find find that to help you help your brain kind of reset because that's absolutely needed at times. Take care of yourself. And speaking of not a lot of positive news, I'm gonna hit you with some positive news, and I've got some extra positive news this week. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of this is is born from not positive news, but we see, as Fred Rogers used to say, uh, look for the helpers, you know, and, and that's that's what we're seeing now. Uh, one of those examples would be uh, CNN's reporter Clarissa Ward. Uh, she was actually doing a live shot for CNN in Ukraine. I, it, it, I believe it was right at the border. So you, Ukrainians were trying to, to cross the border to get out, uh, and there was some, some older... Uh, people coming up and trying to kind of climb over some rubble and stuff. And in the middle of her live shot, she actually gave them a hand and helped them get over. Because in that moment, that was more important than a live shot. And you could be cynical about it and say, oh, no. Well, now she's getting more of Either way, she didn't have to do that. And she did it. Because that's human compassion. In fact, more human compassion on that front uh, would be there's there's many Ukrainians... Uh, fleeing to Germany, among other countries, Poland, Germany, uh, among many, many others. I mean, Ireland has has opened up uh, to to refugees from the Ukraine, uh, many countries. And uh, what's happening in Germany, specifically in Berlin, and I'm sure other parts of Germany, but they're they're coming in through the larger city there. Uh, is citizens of Germany are coming out 
and, and welcoming um, welcoming the refugees from Ukraine. And not only that, they have signs offering up rooms in their own houses to people who have nowhere to go, who are fleeing a war-torn country right now. It's not often you're going to hear me say it, and my grandmother's probably rolling over in her grave, and that's that's a joke. That's not actual <laughs> prejudice. It's just I, I am Polish. My grandmother was Polish. And uh, of a certain age, you know, <laughs> she, used to, she used to get mad at my grandfather because there's actually a tiny bit of German in there. She, oh, he, he mucked up the Polish blood. <laughs> I laugh because it, it it's more of a funny thing. It's you know, certain generation didn't see it. So so she's gonna be rolling over in her grave. But I'm as good on you, Germany and the citizens there for, for everything that you're doing. It's fantastic. You know, it, it it's terrible that we're in this situation. But again, look for the helpers. And we have uh this would be one way to help. Now I would encourage you there are plenty of lists out there. Uh, ways that you can donate monetarily uh, to to Ukraine and and help with everything going on there right now. Uh, I would definitely. I don't have any of those or the better organizations to to donate to, but make sure you do your research and you're donating to a reputable organization where the money is going to go straight to the Ukraine. Or if you want to directly help citizens of Ukraine, what's happening? And I'm sure other countries are doing this, but I know that people in the U.S. are doing it. They're going on to Airbnb uh, and they are booking. Airbnbs in Ukraine with no intention, obviously, of going to stay at the Airbnb. And they're doing this and putting a note in there. We're not actually coming. Just want to send you money. The important thing to do this, if you're going to if you're going to do it, uh, make sure you book the earliest dates because then the money goes to them right away. So don't book like two months from now. And be like, oh, so the earliest open date uh, on, on the Airbnb site for some of these Ukrainian Airbnbs, that would be the way to go. And that is, I'm not saying go do it, but that it, it is a trend right now. Um, and, and it's nice to see, again, out of tragedy and doom scrolling and, and what seems like just nothing positive. We're at least getting this. Humanity is, it's still out there. It's hard to, hard to see it sometimes, but, uh, but we still have, a lot of people still have humanity and they want to help in every way they can. And that is one way uh, that people are helping. All right, let's talk about some parenting here. Oh, boy. This one's been getting on me for a while. Um, it actually happened yesterday, again, for like the 800th time since I've been a father. Uh, and for lack of a better phrase, inappropriate commercials uh, during what should be family-friendly television events. Now, I get it. If my kid's watching primetime television on certain channels, I, I wouldn't be shocked if there is a, and we're not talking X-rated commercials, it's, it's not the internet, <laughs> you know, and it's not, we're not watching HBO where there's certain stuff that can be seen. I'm talking about, like, during sporting events. So, for example, yesterday, uh, middle of the day, uh, shout out to Coach Krzyzewski out there at Duke, uh, uh, Polish, Polish kid from the south side. Uh, so I wanted to watch. It was his last game uh, at Duke. He's he's retiring from coaching. Um, so I had the game on, and it's about it's a college basketball game. College basketball in the middle of the day on a Saturday. So you, you think, okay, no, nah, my kid can watch. She she enjoys watching basketball, hockey. She likes certain sports. But then, sure enough, I look away for a second. I look back, and there is a a a commercial for the new movie Morbius or whatever. 
That's a it's a Marvel movie. I'm actually my comic book knowledge is not extensive, but I am familiar with the Morbius character. Um, and you might think, oh, it's a comic book. No, for those of you not familiar, Morbius is a vampire. And to be to be fair, the the ads themselves are not that bad. However, when you have a young child at home, and they see a scary vampire face popping out of the TV, I mean, not literally, but co- coming on the TV, that's the thing of nightmares. This also, it happens with uh, with sports radio, too. I noticed that. And really, a lot of talk radio. I tend to have ESPN radio on in the background. It's just, I, I enjoy the, the talk radio in the background while I'm, like, cleaning the house and stuff. It's, it's either music or that. And sometimes even on there, you're like, why? 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 Like, do... There's a, and there's a couple of personalities that I'm like, they're throwing out the... And I, I don't... I'm not offended by the word. But as a parent, you don't want your kid to pick up habits. So, like, they'll say hell all the time or, or you know, jerk. And then suddenly my, my five-year-old's walking around going, jerk, 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 jerk. In fact, I'm dealing with this right now. Uh, she has taken up to saying, oh, my God. I'm sure she got it from school. And again, I am not offended by this. However, I live in a very, uh, very Catholic area, so I don't want her going to school and offending other kids who are learning from their parents that that's not a phrase they should use. So, I, no, we say, "Oh my gosh," and I've explained to her, I, I, "I'm not offended. Mommy's not offended, but you may offend some of your friends by using that exact phrase." So I think we can do better when it comes to certain stuff. You know, obviously, you turn on Disney Channel or Disney Plus, or you're not going to get those kind of ad campaigns. But I was watching ABC middle of the day on Saturday, and this isn't the first first time. In fact, I think they had Morbius ads during the Super Bowl, and I'm like, my kid's watching the Super Bowl. These should be family-friendly events. And you could say, well, they're they're targeting certain things. There's always, there's always ads for ED pills and stuff like that. Okay, it should be a family-friendly thing. Put those ads elsewhere. And this is coming from a somebody with a marketing background. I understand you got to get the ads in, but let's be smarter about it, because it makes it difficult as a parent. Like I just I just want to watch this basketball game with my kid. Oh, it's a commercial. I'm gonna go hit the restroom, and then I come back, and she's watching a vampire commercial. You know? Oh, Girl Scouts. My kid is is fully indoctrinated. <laughs> That is not the right word. Fully into the Girl Scout situation. Um, and I am I had a moment the other day. I was putting patches on her vest, her, her Daisy Scout vest. This, this was interesting, too. It's, it's Girl Scouts is like the overarching umbrella. And uh, when I was a kid, I remember brownies and Girl Scouts. And now there's daisies, brownies, uh, some juniors or something, and then cadets. It's, it's very different from when I was a kid. And I was never... It, this is just from... Neighbors and friends, and and I had plenty of friends, kids, and Girl Scouts, but I, I didn't. I was like, well, they're just a Girl Scout, uh, so it's slightly different now. So on the Daisy vest, and uh, as I'm updating her patches, I actually pulled out my jacket. I had some some patches to go on my jacket that I hadn't put on yet. So I'm literally switching back and forth between my kid's Girl Scout vest and my show jacket that I wear to most concerts. Uh, and it really put things in perspective. I was like, oh, years, years of putting patches on jackets uh, has all led up to to me now putting patches on my, my kid's vest. Quite the juxtaposition. Of course, she actually has a jacket with, with a lot of band patches on it, too. She just doesn't wear it that often. I don't know. It's, if you have kids, you know how it is. Like, they're going to wear what they want to an extent. 
They're going to wear what they want to wear, and you got to know which hill to die on when it comes to you know, change, getting them to change their clothes or pick something different, whatever it might be. Uh, so, so she doesn't wear that a lot, but it was it was a fun juxtaposition of, of, of my, my life, I guess you could say. Uh, and I was literally cooking dinner for the kid, too, at the same time. Like, oh, let me just do everything all at once. Uh, but that's parenting. That's absolutely parenting. Uh, we had a little little viral video. You might not have seen this one. It was kind of blowing up a little bit. Uh, found saw it on one of the Disney sites where, where it popped up. Uh, for those of you not familiar in Florida, they have multiple theme parks. You have Epcot, you have Magic Kingdom, uh, and you have uh, uh, Disney Animal Kingdom, which is... Uh, it's, there's animals running around, <laughs> for lack of a better, better way to describe it. Uh, and I think, I think you drive through a lot of it, or you maybe you ride a thing. For those of you that have ever spent time in San Diego, you know, it's kind of like Wild Animal Park, but mu- on a much bigger scale. And, uh, some parents had, had caught some footage of, uh, and I did not write down the animals, but it, w- it wasn't like lions, it was, you know, uh, like zebra-type animals, it wasn't zebras either. Uh, they were getting a little frisky there, in, uh, in Disney's Animal Kingdom. And I won't say it was full on pearl clutching, but it was it was it was making news. It was like, oh, look at this! They, they, there's some animals getting getting frisky and in, in Disney's Animal Kingdom. I saw this. I'm like, they're fucking animals. You're you're coming into their home. Like, what what do you expect? Have you never seen National Geographic? Because this is what happens. This is what animals do. They they give in to their instinct. You know. I mean, for God's sake. Plenty of humans out there doing stuff in public they shouldn't do, and they do know better. Animals, you know. Can you? Here's the thing. Just imagine you're spending some time with your significant other in your house, and suddenly a, a car of monkeys comes driving through and goes, "Oh, what what are you doing? <laughs> That's what's going on here." So don't be surprised. I mean, really, just be happy it wasn't a monkey throwing shit at you. <laughs> that that yeah, that does suck because there's shit flying at you. But you know, just move along. Gonna cover your kids' eyes? Fine. They're gonna see it. Eventually. It's biology. You know, this is this is how animals are created. I mean, unless you're in Jurassic Park and then <laughs> cloning them or whatever the heck they're doing there in, in all those eighteen Jurassic Park world movies. Don't come at me with the hate mail. I love Jurassic Park. It's just I don't get into the science of Jurassic Park so much. All right, let's talk about some common sense. I think we are going to end a little early today because, like I said, I got to get out to the kiddo here. Can't be locked up in the studio. Uh, Some common sense. Oh, Bobo. Congresswoman Bobo and MTG, the two of them. We have the State of the Union uh, address, which is a big annual speech the president gives here in the U.S. Uh, I'm sure other countries have a similar thing. Um, And it's a yearly thing, and everyone gathers, you know, and... They all sit there in the Capitol, and, and uh, President Biden was given the speech this year, obviously. One cool thing, I will say, and I know I noticed it right away, it was just, it was just one of those things you don't think, and, it, and sure enough, it, it was obviously the first time. Uh, there were actually two women sitting behind the president, because during the State of the Union, you have the Speaker of the House, uh, as well as the Vice President, so it's the first time ever in history, obviously, because we've never had a female Vice President, uh, that there are two women sitting behind the president. But then, of course... We can feel a little ashamed for women uh, because of Bobo and MTG yelling out. And I'm not talking about cheering. Everyone stands up and cheers. And so if you're watching it, there's a very awkward moment uh, with the Speaker of the House when she thought everyone was going to stand up and cheer. And she stood. And then, 
We've all been there. That's it. People are like, what's up with Pelosi? And it's like, no, 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 no. We've all been there. Where you start calling, you're like, oh, no, no, not time yet. I mean, I've been there. <laughs> I'm sure I've been there recently because sometimes you're seeing a band, you don't fully know. And it seems like the song's over. You're like, woo. And then, oh, no, it's, it's still going. We got <laughs> so get off of that one. Uh, the more embarrassing thing is definitely Bobo, uh, Bobert. I'm calling her Bobo from now on. Uh, or Babs. Bobo's better, I think. And MTG yelling out. And to the point where you could even see, they're both Republicans, you could even see other Republicans were like, shh, stop, stop it. And then on top of that, one of the things Bobo was yelling out about was, uh, uh, as Biden's talking about the health of, of U.S. soldiers, she's mouthing off about how it's his fault some soldiers had died, and really ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. And here's the thing. A few days later, they had to vote on on increased resources, and I don't have the exact specific details, uh, for, for veterans that are suffering from health problems. You know who voted against it? Bobo. It's all for shock value. It really is. That, that's all it is. And most of us with common sense sit here and go, what? why are you making decisions for our country? You're a petulant child. But their, their, their base is like, yeah, yell at him, yeah. Make a fool of yourself, yeah. Common sense. It's really just, it's getting ridiculous. And talk about ridiculous. Common sense did prevail, actually, uh, just last weekend. CNN had planned, planned, they had it have a documentary about Alex Jones, InfoWars Alex Jones. They were going to put that thing up on CNN, a documentary about Alex Jones. Now, of course, people were like, why are you giving this guy airtime? And the blowback was so big that CNN, literally hours before it was supposed to air, decided they were not going to air this documentary on Alex Jones. Uh, so good on everyone that was giving them a hard time because th this is one of those examples where it did work. Though it is still amazing to me that CNN thought this was a good idea to begin with. You know? Oh, and to follow up with something we were talking about last week, uh, Russian sporting events. I had talked about how Poland was refusing to play uh, against Russia in the World Cup qualifiers, and then quickly behind them were Sweden and the Czech Republic. Uh, well, FIFA did did step up uh, like a day or two after the last episode when I was talking about it, uh, and they kicked Russia out of the World Cup qualifying, uh, so Russia will not be able to qualify for the World Cup. The amazing thing to me is, and this is where, where the com common sense says they shouldn't be playing in it. And I understand we don't want to punish these athletes, but you, you have to. I do feel bad for them, but I don't feel that bad. This is something that's ha been happening forever. You know, countries boycott the Olympics, and so athletes miss out on it. Uh, and, and it's been over smaller things than, than invading a country and killing innocent people. But the amazing thing to me is and I, where the common sense l is lost is from what I understand, Russia can can sue the governing body, FIFA in this example. That's actually how they had, still had Olympic athletes just couldn't wear, couldn't have the Russian flag and blah, blah, which was always, it was a bunch of bullshit. They can actually sue FIFA. And it's like, what? I, that doesn't even make sense to me. It's their organization. You want to go throw a Russian? Hey, by all means. I won't do well, but by all means, have a Russian cup. 
Absolutely amazing. So I'm glad to see that they're kicked out. All right, this one this one kills me. I don't know if you've, you've heard rumblings of this or been following it at all. Uh, there is a new bill uh, in Florida that they're trying to pass in the, in the state there. Um, it's being called the Don't Say Gay Bill. I don't know the exact name of the bill, but it's being called the Don't Say Gay Bill. And essentially, boiling it down without getting into details, which details that even I don't fully understand, it's making it so that things like same-sex relationships and marriages cannot be mentioned not even can't be taught, but can't be mentioned in primary schools in Florida. And I'm sure there are people out there that are like, well, yeah, no, we shouldn't be talking about sexuality with primary school kids. It's not, it's not a sexuality thing. Here's the thing. We live in a world where same-sex marriage is completely legal. For good reason. Because it should have never been illegal in the first place. And we also have a lot of same-sex couples with children. So what's going to happen is these kids are going to go to school and think that their family is less than their classmates' family because they have a same they have a same sex parents. And there's no defending it, there's no talk, nothing. That is completely out of line. And shockingly, I know, shockingly, it's Florida. If you were to make a guess, it probably would have been Texas first. And then you're like, oh, yeah, Florida. That sounds right. You got a governor down there bullying kids. If you haven't seen that, didn't even talk about that this week. Bullying kids. Not a lot of common sense going on down there in Florida. But some, uh, because high school students actually uh, walked out in protest of, of the hor- it's horrible discrimination. It, it absolutely is horrible discrimination. Here's the other thing that I don't think is being talked about enough. We have a very, very, very powerful company uh, that is not technically based there, but has most of their operations down there in Orlando in Florida. And for those of you not familiar with the Walt Disney Company, there are quite a few uh, same-sex couples, uh, gay people within the company, plenty. And on top of that, what they're doing, not only should Disney be speaking up because they need to be on the right side of this, but they're also like 2,000 jobs are being moved down to Florida, so they're forcing people to move down there. And for some of those people, their kids are going to be discriminated against. They're going to be discriminated against. So Disney, the ball is absolutely in your court on this. I don't know how much can be done, but for the love of God, at least speak up about it. You have to take care of your employees. For those of you that aren't aware, Disney is not the most family-friendly company that it comes across as. Some family-friendly content, uh, they, they don't tend to care about their employees as much as you would think they do. So let's do better, Disney. Let's do better Florida. And hopefully this doesn't come to fruition because, you know, I, I can't relate. I'm not in that situation. I'm, you know, I am a, I am a white male, you know, and in a, in a uh, heterosexual marriage. But I, I just, I can't imagine... How I would feel if I had to live with that. Just no excuse. Absolutely no excuse. All right, I want to talk about one more thing in common sense. This is something I've talked about in the past. Uh, and I'm going to recap this sh- the show from last night. But I want to talk about pit etiquette. I don't, I'm, oh my God, I'm like tangled up in my head. 
It's one of those damn telling you. At least OBS is functioning, but I'm like a two-year-old over here getting tangled in my wires. Uh, pit etiquette. This is something that's extremely important. Really in any genre, but in the, in the punk scene, it's always been important. Uh, there's a saying, when someone falls down, you pick them up. You know, and it's and this it's not always someone falling down, but there's a certain understanding, a certain etiquette uh, when it comes to to the pit or really anywhere to show. And I had an unfortunate situation last night. I well, I was experiencing some of it, uh, but there was there was a gentleman at the show last night uh, who clear like before the I think the first band was on, and he 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 comes outside and and me and uh, Wall fan good friend Tom were sitting outside, and he just. So I'm like, oh, hi, you know, and I, I'm a pretty friendly guy. You know, I'm very socially awkward when it comes to certain things, but if someone starts talking to me, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at the, this was a one-sided conversation, so I'm going, ha, okay, how, how are you this drunk? I'm like, okay, okay that's fine. Do you, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm going to avoid, and one, at one point, I'm outside again, and I'm talking to someone, and he comes over and starts, he inserts himself in the conversation, and the person I'm talking to, I had just met, had the pleasure of meeting. Like, even she was trying to turn back and like, oh, still just kept going. And the worst part was, and I think there is a certain responsibility for bars. You know, this was a venue. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to recap it shortly here. Uh, there is a certain responsibility to not continue serving someone. And uh, he was continued, continued purchasing beer. Uh, and then at, at one point, and because he was talking our ears off at one point uh tara from half past two comes over she's like is that your friend he's and we're like no 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 <laughs> he was just talking her talking her ears off for no reason she's like ah he's he's over there getting another beer and he's and then i find out he was he was pushing people in fact pushed tara in the pit she just standing and enjoying show. <laughs> very much like if you remember the first time i really talked about pit etiquette when polly got put, pushed in the pit while she's trying to play and half past two wasn't playing last night but just trying to enjoy a show. And unfortunately, it, security did catch up, uh, and I went over and thanked him because, and it wasn't like a violent takedown or anything, but security was like, yo, <laughs> you're a little you're a little bit too drunk uh, to, to be running around here right now. So the guy did just disappear. Uh, but everyone's there to have fun. Don't ruin anyone's time. That's just common sense. Really is. All right, moving on to some entertainment news here. Uh, as we've been inserting every episode, with the exception of somewhere I just forget to do it, uh, what I'm listening to lately, and I'm really happy to talk about this band, uh, had the, again, I'm going to talk more about specifically the show last night, but had the pleasure of seeing them last night uh, for the second time. Saw them for the first time back in uh, November. Uh, they actually played with Half Past Two at their release party, and it's a band called Hooray for Our Side, or H4OS, as it gets, that's the thing, all these bands with... <laughs> Long names, and you're like, we gotta, I gotta, you know, uh, like with with Barstool Preachers, it's like, oh, the Preachers or BSP, it kind of rolls off the tongue. H4OS is it's a little more of a mouthful. Hooray for our side, though. I do love the band name. Uh, this is a band, ska band, formed in uh, Orange County in 2010. Uh, they have two EPs. Their first EP came out in 2013, and one full length album that came out recently. Uh, I would. S I will say, when I saw them back in November, they do have a cover of All I Want for Christmas. Not a big fan of All I Want for Christmas, but their cover's pretty good. So if you're into like some holiday Christmas covers, check that one out. Uh, but I would definitely say start with, and appropriately so, with uh, the world we're living in right now, and just 
pure coincidence. Uh, I would start off with the track, uh, This Planet Needs a Hero, not only because it's a fantastic track and will really give you give you an idea of what you're getting into with Hooray for Our Side, but because this planet probably needs a fucking hero right now. <laughs> so uh, love the love that band. They're, they they put on a great, great show, a lot of fun. Um, highly, highly recommend them, and that's who I'm listening to right now. And like I said, I had the pleasure of seeing them last night. Uh, was actually the the Monkey Tour. Uh, Monkey is a legendary ska band. If you haven't heard of them, uh, they played with Hooray for Our Side, Simple Minded Symphony, and Rundown Creeps uh, last night at Chain Reaction, uh, which is apparently a well-known uh, all ages bar bar all ages venue. Uh, they do sell like beer and and uh, they had not cider, but the you know the whatever those things are, the, the, the fizzy alcoholic things that people like to drink nowadays. Uh, but apparently at one time they didn't even have, uh, didn't even serve beer. It was, it was truly an all ages venue. Uh, totally, totally new thing to me, but it was funny because I'm talking to people that uh, grew up in Orange County area. And for those of you that grew up in San Diego, it was, it was kind of like their Soma or their epicenter. Uh, if you grew up in San Diego in the nineties, uh, and it's totally the same kind of vibe, you know. And now they, like I said, now they serve beer, but still an all ages venue, uh, and legendary, legendary. It was a great show, great crowd, with that one exception that I was talking about there in Common Sense, uh, and lots of friends. I, I, I was having a blast because all the friends were there. A bunch of Half Past Two was there. Uh, we are the Union. Some of them were there. Uh, 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 Bite Me Bambi, like all represented along with you know the bands that were actually there playing, uh, and and had the pleasure of seeing. Uh, seeing some of my friends as well and having great conversations. It, it was just a fantastic time overall. Uh, and I think that's why, as I was talking about earlier in the sh- uh, episode, I think that's why I didn't eat, because I'm like, oh, I'm having having conversations. And then just got to be like, all right, now I'm going, ah, I guess I'm just going to go to bed. <laughs> it's one of those nights. Don't, I don't recommend it. Make sure you eat. And it wasn't like, I, oh, I'm, I've drank too much now. No, I just, my blood sugar was low. I had, you know, I had like two beers, and then I was like, all right, that's enough. I'm done. Uh, but I ha- had a blast. Can't recommend that that venue enough. It has a parking lot down there in Anaheim, and it's not. See, depending where you live, it's it's not like deep Anaheim. I thought I'd be going down like past Disneyland. Uh, you know, it's actually kind of at the northern part of Anaheim. So if you're coming from LA, it's a little closer than <laughs> like Costa Mesa, like I was talking about last episode. Uh, and I got some funky info, and this is what I love about these uh, these kinds of venues and these kinds of shows where where you know you you're hanging out with people you go to shows with, and then uh, as close as it is, like, you know, I was growing up in San Diego in the 90s, uh, as close as, as it is, it is uh, kind of a different scene, you know, so when you talk to people who grew up in Orange County, it's, yeah, we're in the same music, but it's a little bit, you know, so, like my hometown, Blink-182 and Unwritten Law, uh, so there's a band called RX Bandits, uh, and I'd seen them quite a few times, uh, oh, back in like the late 90s, early 2000s, they used to, they played a lot with Homegrown, uh, which is a band that's no longer around now. Uh, they played with them, so I'd seen them. Found out last night, this was totally new info to me. Uh, thank you, Tara, for that info, because she, she actually knew them uh, well. They were actually called the Prescription Bandits at one time. So there's some fun little entertainment news for you. I had no idea. I was like, wait, what? They they weren't always RX Bandits? And I didn't even put the RX, like, prescription. I just thought it was some funky name. You don't really question band names. You're like, okay, yeah. I mean, my favorite band is Rancid. <laughs> you know, usually describe great things as Rancid, but you know, you don't really question the name. So that was a great little, uh, great little tidbit of info that I that I appreciated out of, out of the night. Had no idea, and I actually and 
they have earlier stuff that I'm probably going to spend this evening checking out. I have been warned that, as with certain bands and, and you know, comedy, comedic things, that the lyrics don't necessarily hold up. But, you, you, I mean, we all still listen to Misfits, and we're not out trying to eat babies. It's, you know, for those of you not familiar, go look it up. That's All right. Uh, and speaking of more, more and more shows are popping up. This is a really great thing to see. Uh, hopefully we can all continue to be safe and, and not <laughs> there's not another variant coming down the line because I'm just seeing shows pop up like crazy. Uh, and in fact, I find myself booked every weekend, uh, like starting last weekend through mid-April or end of April. It's just, and more and more is getting added. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, more shows. Let's add them. Let's just collect them, uh, which is also becoming difficult for... I. And I will say... From a common sense entertainment standpoint, and I've said it before, Ticketmaster gouges you. You're into paying so much in fees, like, and this show I was at last night was ten, it was ten dollars, you know. And I think there was like a two, you know, maybe a two dollar fee. But the one problem is this, and this is talk about a first world problem. I will admit that uh, when it comes to Ticketmaster and like Live Nation, they have these apps, so you just go, you're like, there's my tickets. But with these smaller venues, I'm like, like yesterday, I was like, wait, I know I bought this ticket. Let me search through my email and and see what's going on. And it's just I, it's such a first world problem. But it's it's you buy tickets so far in advance nowadays, and then postponements and everything else. And you're, it's, it's hard to keep track of all those things. So I don't want everything to be Ticketmaster, but uh, maybe someone should create an app where you can you just, all your ticket like regardless of where, you, boom, track all your concert tickets there. But I'd be in for that. All right, uh, one more thing, and then we're gonna call it an episode. Oh, and one more quick mention. Make sure you're picking up your uh, your Basis Against Racists t-shirt this month. I am blanking on who it is this month. Just I don't have it in my notes, and I know I talked about it last week, but make sure you're picking that up. Uh, where am I going with it? There we go. Uh, next weekend, Pennywise. This show is sold out, so if you don't have your tickets, you're not going to be able to find me there uh, unless you can pick up a ticket. I actually did not get a ticket. Uh, fortunately, was able to pick up a ticket from a friend who wasn't able to go anymore. Uh, I will be down at Garden Grove Amp uh, Amphitheater down there in Garden Grove. I know. So all the sublime <laughs> jokes. Uh, I'll be down there for Pennywise, and and I'll I'll be honest. And I know Adam and Andy are gonna yell at me. More importantly, Chaser, one of my absolute favorite bands. I I do I like Pennywise. I I enjoy Pennywise. The Pennywise show is fantastic, and they are playing full circle in its entirety, which is. Uh, my favorite album, but I just love me some Chaser. So this is it was perfect, perfect storm of like they're playing an album I like. Chaser's opening for them, and I found a ticket. Uh, so if you're gonna be down there at Garden Amp uh, next weekend, look for me. I'll throw some stickers your way. Uh, just don't get too drunk and start talking my ear off or pushing people in the pit. God damn it! Never an excuse for that. Ugh. And lots of stuff coming up. And remember some schedule schedule changes uh, coming up over the next. Uh, few weeks and I'll make sure everyone's aware of those specifically punk and Drublick is is ramping up I'm gonna be out in Arizona uh, so make sure you're following on Instagram because there'll be lots of photos from that and then I'll be up in Ventura uh, the following weekend so I'll keep everyone updated on that but there are gonna be some some slight scheduling uh, changes just because so much going on but as I mentioned we do we have a special guest most likely coming on uh, in the next two weeks uh, and that will be probably not be a Sunday episode. It might just be. It'll probably just be a regular uh, "Go Tell It to the Wall" episode. So there, there should be a bonus episode, despite the fact that we'll be missing a couple Sundays um, during the month of March. All right, that's gonna do it. I am. Uh, I've got to go hang out with the kiddo. 
It's one of my favorite things to do on a Sunday. Uh, of course, once I finish up all this work, <laughs> all this work, I'm always like, oh, so much work. Like I do, I do some prep, I yell at a wall, and then I got to upload a bunch of junk. It's not, it's not that difficult, but I still like to complain about it. Uh, we should be back next week, same wall place, same wall time, with episode 73. Uh, make sure you follow us on the social platforms, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall, youtube.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, also, my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N, at SoCalSean. Uh, and make sure you bookmark SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Uh, you can link to all those things I just mentioned, as well as check out our Patreon. Become a patron if you can. Every little bit helps. Uh, or if you don't want to do that, pick up some merch from our merch website, which links directly from SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's going to do it, right? Did I get everything in there? I can never remember. Yeah, that's probably it. If not, you'll figure it out. Really, I mean, if you look up Go Tell It to the Wall, it's, it's, that's what happens. You look up Go Tell It to the Wall, and uh, it's the first thing that comes up is, 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 is all of our stuff. But then, of course, below that, you get some Go Tell It on the Mountain stuff, which is always funny because it's like, oh, that's very different. That's very. I mean, that's where the, yeah, yeah, you know, but it's very different. So make sure you're clicking on the right thing. Um, that is going to do it for episode 72 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, I am your host, of course, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, no matter what you do, no matter where you go, no matter who you're with, and especially no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense. <laughs>